Hi, this is Brad Inman, and welcome back to another season of Inman Reconnect. In this series, we hear from the top leaders in real estate at Inman Connect Now as they discuss the solutions, the strategies, and the plans to help you navigate your business through this incredible year. Enjoy. Thank you. You know, Gary, we build this, you know, in marketing as another sparring match between you and me, but I think the last thing, and I know you would agree, we need right now is another fight in the industry or in the world. And I think yeah. you and I, most people don't know, you and I stay in touch and communicate. And I think we, we both agree, you know, we've got to all work together right now uh, more than ever. So for those that were expecting us to uh, try to beat each other up, I have no interest in doing that. I know you don't either, Gary, right? Not at all. And how are you doing? Everything good down in Austin? It is, right? It's um, sobering times, right? So it's, um, you know, let me just make this statement for me personally, Brad, and that is, you know, I woke up this morning and I went, you know, I'm extremely humbled by the things that are going on. And, um, I, and, and I realized something about myself, and that is, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a racist and I'm not a person who discriminates. But I woke up this morning and, and realized that just being that way is no longer enough, right? And, and, and I realized that uh, from this moment on, I, I'm forever changed by these events, that I, I have to be anti-discrimination. I have to be anti-racism. I can't just be not it anymore, right? And I think that's the, the, the most interesting thing that's going on in the world right now is, is that, right? Yeah, I think there's a profound duty that we have as leaders now to not just, it's like our stage, not just have representation, but do, to do even more. And I think you just said it very that's well. Right. Uh, yeah, that's we right. have to become have to. activists. You know, when that last panel ended, the audience didn't get to see it, but Anne took her camera and pointed it outside to a protest. And mm -hmm. her declaration was, you know, that's what this is about, you know, and it was a peaceful protest. But the point was people are standing up and screaming and they're angry. And I think um, it's that's about right. time. Um, it is. A and we really should spend the and we really should spend all the 45 minutes maybe on that, but we're not going to. And uh, um, I think that we also have real estate business at hand. There's people that are tuning in here to get your wisdom and insight. Um, you and I talked ahead of time about some areas that I thought you could deliver. And I think you've always had a good sense of what's around the bend. I was reminded this morning by a listener um, when we were together how profoundly accurate you were at the time you were on the Inman stage the last time. And so I think that one area that I think you could really help us with, you and Josh, is what will the real estate industry look like on the other side of COVID-19? And it may be part of some of the issues of the last week, but yeah. COVID turned the tables on us all. If you guys could just, and I'm just gonna give you the mic this time, and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you to stand up or sit down. Uh, I'd just like to give it to you because I know people really want to hear what you have to say. There you go. Um, well, go to it, you guys. Kind. Well, you're very kind. Um, and, and Josh, uh, 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 jump in and, and, and I'll just lead us off. Here, here's what I think. 
what I think is, is that um, we see three major things going on. And then I want to talk about who I think the winners are. Uh, the first thing that we see, we're seeing is just a true fast track of disruption, right? What, what, what was going to take, easily going to take uh, five years, seven years, maybe even, uh, you know, 10 years, Brad, uh, is now collapsing. It's all, it's all packing in. And um, uh, it's, we're, we're, now, we're now looking at probably 18 months, less than two years for all the things that might have taken up to a decade to happen. It, it's all collapsing, right? And um, here, I, I'm going to stand up for a second, but it, it's just for a second, right? I actually pulled my, uh, and by the way, welcome to my office. This is, this is actually my, my office. Uh, but, and I, I, I put this on the, the screen uh, uh, when we met last, and this is what I wrote. Hey, Gary, can you move your computer over, or can the audience see it? How about that? There you go. Thanks a lot. Perfect. And, you know, just for the fun of it, I wish I had my camera could move around, Brad. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight flip charts in my office. <laughs> so, so lot, anyway, Gary. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, hey, it's, back? Just take two steps back really quick. You're a little too close. Sorry. There you go. Okay. Perfect. There you go. Okay. So, so here's, here, to me, this is the fundamental truth. And 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 what I and I believe we do this um, without putting a name to it. So maybe by putting a name to this or giving it some sort of a of a description, it helps all of us um, make better decisions or smarter or faster decisions going forward. So here's the here's the way here's why I look at it, and I think this is what's going on. And that is, every day physically based businesses wake up. I'm going to come back. They wake up. And they ask this question, what's the least I have to do digitally to protect my physical-based business? Now, here's the problem with that. And that is digitally-based businesses wake up every day and they ask the question, what's the least I can do in the physical space to kick your digital butt? And the, the outside real estate examples are, are you know, uh, uh, pretty obvious to us, right? Uh, this was Barnes and Noble and this was um, Amazon. And the truth is, is that Barnes and Noble had warehouses in every major city. B Barnes and Noble, at one point, the, the Nook was better than the Kindle. And yet they weren't committed to this. They were asking the question, what's the least we have to do? What's the least? Can you see that? What's the, what's the least yeah. that we have to do? in order here to just keep business the way it is. And here's the point is business is not going to be the way it was. And just because, and I'll say this about the pandemic too, just because we're going to have a new normal, it doesn't mean that it's worse, right? It, it doesn't mean that at all. When I, you know, I got in the real estate business in 79, interest rates went to 18%. In fact, uh, Mindy, uh, one of my amazing uh, partners in business, Mindy, tells me that her parents had, she didn't even know this, had a 21% mortgage. Now, let's just medicate on that for a second. 21%, right? Uh, and I got in that business, and man, everywhere you turn, 
that all the experienced agents were just sitting around and they were saying, well, nobody will buy or sell real estate during this period. Um, and we're just going to wait till it gets back to normal. Man, it never got back to normal. And I don't believe any of those people stayed in the business that long. So here, here's, here's my premise. The, 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 the premise that I'm trying to make uh, in this conversation is that this, this right here, this is the basis of all conversation. And so the first point is that um, we're seeing a fast track of disruption. And um, a good way to think about that is, is how you and I are talking right now. Normally, uh, we'd have been sitting on stools uh, next to each other and uh, the, uh, there would be an, a live audience. And instead, um, we've been forced to not do that right now. And, you know, it, it, and this, is the, and this, is, this becomes the second point, and that is uh, not only seeing a collapse, a collapse of the speed at which uh, disruption is going to occur, but number two, we're, we're seeing a, a change in behavior. Um, I wrote a book about this, right, the, that the research says it takes 66 days to actually, ch uh, on average, uh, to change a behavior. And I think we're past 66 days. And uh, what we're beginning to see already is how people use space and how they use uh, technology is, is beginning to change. Uh, again, it's this, we were, we were all physically based and we were, we were thinking of technology as something that enhanced our physical space. And I think what's happened immediately, I can speak for the agents that I work with across the globe, they're now digitally based and they're doing physical enhancement, right? They're, they're making buyer um, consultations via Zoom or Google Hangouts. Um, they're doing open houses um, through Facebook Live. They're, right? And then they're asking the question, do we need to go physical and what will that look like? So we're, we're, we're seeing an absolute change um, in, in behavior. And a lot of people keep thinking, well, we're going to go back. But Man, we're not going back. I mean, and I don't even know if we want to go back, uh, uh, right? The, we, we don't want to. Um, I left the house this morning um, where I, I have a, a, an office, and my wife, my wife says, um, and the dog too, by the way, go, um, man, we're going to miss you because, you know, I, I've been working in my office every day. And um, we, built, we built new habits. We built new um Gosh, new relationships, by the way, uh, that uh, or built our relationships in different ways. Uh, it's not going to go back. It's it's not going to go back. And the third one is strategic alliances, uh, mergers and acquisitions. Uh, we're going to see that we're going to see that speed up, and we're going to see it number one speed up because of necessity. And that is, look, we we got a lot of things going on, right? It's like the perfect storm. You have a pandemic, which turns into an economic crisis, and then we have a moral crisis, right? And you, you, you look up and you go, man, this is, um, uh, this is a problem. And a lot of people ask me, I mean, again, the statistics, you, you have agents right now, and, and a lot of brokerages are at this point having their best year ever right? Literally their best year ever. And they're scratching their head. And I get the, I get the, the questions all the time. I get the email and the text daily saying, man, what am I supposed to make about this? And you go, well, 
we do understand that we have a, an immense shortage of real estate that was a decade in the making, right, that's for sale. And it's not getting fixed anytime soon, which, by the way, is contributing to pent-up demand because you don't have the inventory, which is also turning into uh, higher prices, uh, right? We're continuing to see um, uh, inflationary uh, uh, gains for home prices, which uh, that creates its own set of problems. Right. So we we're, we're going to see this. We're going to see it in software. We're going to see it in vendors. We're going to see it uh, with brokerages. We're going to see it with agents. We're going to see we're going to see new alliances. We're going to see um, partnershiping that might have looked like strange bedfellows yesterday. And today seems to totally make sense. So that's kind of my 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 overview of what I what I think is actually happening, right? We're going to fast track disruption, which is already be, which is absolutely happening. Uh, we're going to see behavior change that doesn't go back, Brad, and we're going to see strategic alliances and partnerships and mergers and acquisitions that we might have thought not would have happened or should have happened, but all of a sudden people are looking up and they're going, you know what? This all of a sudden makes really good sense. Gary, can I ask now, you a quick question in here? Can I ask you a quick question? Yes, I love please. what you said here. I think you nailed it. And I think uh, what I like here, and you know me, I like to be, I can get Pollyannish, think the world <laughs> is a beautiful place. But what I see happening here is a lot of people have been talking about, I call it the digital spring, this renaissance. Yeah. And arguably, different than two years ago, we had all these innovators talking about the digital streamlined transaction. And what you're saying is now the rest of the industry, because it's one big tent, right, is moving yeah. over to that digital area. Yes. And I expect a lot more cooperation, a lot less fighting, and maybe we'll yes. realign turf and territory, and maybe that comes through yep. the partnerships. Because I saw the partnerships as a magnitude even a step up, where suddenly we're all in this together for this digital future. And that's just music to my ears, to hear you say that. Yeah, I think that's totally right. I think that um, the... the um, all, all the barriers are down. All, all, all of that is down. Here, but here's the. Let's keep going with this, Josh. Just jump in anytime you want. The, um, the. Here, here, here's where I. Okay, let's translate this into winners and losers. Okay, so here's what I think, Brad. I think that number one, um, the tech-enabled consumer wins, and I think they're the biggest winner of them all in the in this, and rightfully so they should be. Notice I said the tech-enabled agent. And I mean, tech-enabled consumer, sorry. And what I mean by that is there, we're going to see, and this is what's, this is what's being compressed, this is what's being fast-tracked, is um, better, higher-quality consumer value and experience, right, that delights them, saves them money, saves them time. And this is, this is all happening, right? The, the end-to-end, the, tr the true, and I've heard you be a... a you know, the, the promoter of this way before your before anybody else, by the way, the idea of the online transaction. But man, we're we're steps away from that. We're we're just well, as Gary, an example. One of, yeah. One of one of the things too that we think led to this, right, is <clears throat> I think to your point, Brad, when we go back in time and look at the competing interests and the and the positioning of all the companies and the disruptors, the, the premise I think that we were actually arguing was were we solving a problem that the consumers had. 
And the truth is 97% or whatever the stat is of, of agents or uh, consumers were picking agents, highest metric that's been done. Consumer satisfaction was high. And so the, the, there was this theoretical debate around what problem are we solving and, and, and is that just a means to, you know, to do different types of disruption. I think the difference now, the reason you're going to see that unifying against consolidation is the consumer has a real problem. They can't safely go and interact with as many people in places, but they still need to transact on real estate. And so now the unifying tent, using your analogy, is that there is this problem, which is we need to do transactions. And so now what you're seeing is lenders leaning in to solve the consumer problem, too, and allowing more e-signatures. You're seeing counties and states go, we got to get the digital closings because we need that tax revenue, and we want to make sure that real estate maintains. And so I think you know, around this tech-enabled consumer, the way that we talk about that at KW is – now there's a real problem the consumer has and the and the agents and the brokerages that are able to lean in and create those solutions to solve those problems are ultimately going to win. Um, and, and that's how we kind of we see it at Keller Williams. Now, let me give you an example of that, Josh, and, and jump right back in. But think of it. Think of it this way, Brad. And that is um, I'm an agent and we've just closed on a property. And at, at, at that closing, uh, that digital closing, by the way. I ask the question of you, the, the buyer, I say, Brad, um, if interest rates ever change uh, during the lifetime that you own this property and you could save money without spending any money by refinancing, would, would you like to do that? The answer is going to be, well, of course, Gary, if I can save money and don't have to spend any money and say, well, great. So I'm just I'm going to click this button and that's done. Because what we've done is we've read your inspection and we've dumped it in here. We've read your contract and dumped it in here. Uh, we have all of your mortgage information in here. And we have the complete condition of your home. So when I hit this button now, um, uh, you're on an automatic 24-hour-a-day, uh, you know, around-the-clock um, uh, service that if interest rates change and they're going to be pinging against your current mortgage in your monthly payment, and if you can save any any money at all, uh, it's going to alert you uh, if you want it to alert, and it's going to say, do you want to refinance your home at no cost? It'll save you $59 a month. It'll save you $600 a month, whatever it is. And you click, yeah, and that's done. And you can set the phone down and you're, 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 you're good. The other question, right? And, and by the way, that's going to delight and amaze the consumer because they're confused about this, right? They don't, they don't actually understand uh, when I should finance, when I should refinance. And th here's another issue, right? And that is they, they, they're going to say, yeah, but I don't have the money to pay the fees to refinance. But understand that, and I use our company as an example, you know, we, we completely reinvented uh, the mortgage transaction, if you will, in such a way that we don't charge origination fee, we don't charge closing costs, we give you $1,000 at closing, Brad, and we're constantly pinging against to make sure that we have the best interest rates possible. And that's a very real service. So we can refinance at no cost. And that's just one example. I'll give you one other example for the consumer. And that is, now that we've closed, I say, Brad, in addition to that, just have a question. Do you want to manage your home or do you want us to manage it? And you go, what do you, I want what to do you mean? I want to manage it, Gary. Yeah, it's not a rental property, so I want to manage it. Say, great. So, Brad, I've loaded all of my vendors into all my my preferred vendors into this app, and we have um, because we have your inspection report and we know the condition of everything. Uh, we now have completed. We 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 now have a, a an entire maintenance schedule created for your home, and you can go look at it. Uh, if you like it, if you want, we can set it up on alerts, and it'll just remind you to do certain things. Oh, by the way, since you want to manage it. 
uh, when it alerts you, it'll immediately pop up and say, here are my preferred vendors, Brad, that I recommend that you call to do this. And if you click a button, it's going to set up a scheduler and they're going to schedule a time right then and there with you to go do that. And you can look at their reviews. You can decide if, in fact, you like my vendors uh, that I've, I've uh, you know, put into there. Um, but that's fantastic. Can I can I get that right now, Gary? I like that. I would like to use that right um, now. Hey, let me ask you, are you are you guys way, OK if we answer, take a question from the, the audience? Question. Well, let me answer the question. Sure. And that is uh, we talked about the fast track disruption. I believe you are going to see that within a year, I think, or or less. I believe everything I just said is is, is coming. Now, that's oh, the that, tech that is good news for the consumer, I think. Absolutely. So here's the second winner. The second winner is the tech-enabled agent. So the consumer wins. Here's how the agent wins, and that is there's a there is a there's an absolute race uh, to harness the value for an agent between physical and digital, right? And again, the the relationship so often has been physical based for even the agent, right? And what's happening now is is operating systems are being created for real estate agents to just run every aspect of their business. And I'll give you an example of this. Um, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm only going to, I'm, I'm just going to use me or our company as an example, because I'm not talking about our competitors or anything like that. Uh, they can speak for themselves, but the, um, uh, a good, ex a good example is in, in our platform, we can generate leads for, for as little as, and keep me honest here, Josh, for a, a dollar a lead. Uh, yeah. Right on average, yeah. we did that about we've done over two million times. That's right. Yeah, and 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 all of a sudden the real estate agent looks up and says they can dial up and dial down their spend for the amount of leads that they need for a for in a, in a variety of different platforms. But that's just an example of of how the the tech enabled agent wins. Uh, the second the second way the tech enabled agent wins is that. The, the, the consumer app that they provide the agent, the, their consumer to use, excuse me, is, is actually directly connected to their operating system. So what happens is, is that the, the, the fiduciary agent is using the functionary tech, if you will, in order to, to have a connected relationship at all times. So here's the, here's the challenge that some other organizations have outside of general brokerage. And that is, they don't actually have uh, fiduciary client relationships, right? They're trying to get the technology to do more and more and more and the agent to do less and less and less. I get that. I understand that business model. I personally believe that the consumer is best served by a fiduciary agent. But I believe in the future, it's going to be a fiduciary agent who has an absolute uh, fantastic operating system that is dialed directly in uh, to the consumer uh, app or consumer's browser, right? Uh, and I'll make another statement about this, and that is we're so used to having our website. I'm an agent. I have a website. But understand that what's coming is, is very quickly is consumer websites, meaning, right, when I go to Netflix, um, I go to my Netflix. If I go to your Netflix, it looks different. If I go to my Amazon and your Amazon, Brett, they look different. They're not the same thing. Um, when I go to... Um, uh, an agent website, or I go to a third-party consumer website, nah, the experience is exactly the same. Every time I go, it doesn't recognize me. It doesn't change. It doesn't morph. Um, it, it, it's, it's not responding to me. 
And this is what the consumer wants. They want their experience and they want it to recognize them. And every time they use it, they want that, they want that to be acknowledged and they want the experience improved. And, and the agent wins when they're the ones that connect this for the consumer. Third winner is the brokerage industry, right? The tech enabled brokerage. Absolutely. And the way they, they're going to win if they do a great job of providing these tools for their agents, right? And there's some sort of a really strong combination between uh, digital based and physically enhanced. And it's not a complicated flip. Um, we're being forced to do it right now. Um, but that's, that's how, that's how general brokerage is going to win. And here's the last statement I'll make. Gary, can and I, that is, go ahead. Can, can I ask you a quick question here from the audience? Do you mind? Not at all. I have one last statement to make and then I'm done. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Okay. So the last, here's the only other statement I wanted to make Brad for everyone. And that is at the end of the day, the platform always wins. So the, the tech-enabled consumer, the tech-enabled agent, the tech-enabled brokerage, if those are, the, those are the, 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 the men and women who are going to be the biggest winners in all of this. But here's what absolutely wins no matter who you are, and that's the platform. And what's, what's going to happen and is happening right now is disconnected software that says it's a platform and has some analytics that, that make it act like a platform they're going to get exposed. They're going to get exposed fast, right? And this is the because that, this is in the way you know that, and the way we think of that, Gary, right, is that when it's you know it's connected platform, you can provide that digital experience of the transaction, the digital experience of the showing from consumer through the agent through transaction, and all that has to happen on the same operating system, and that's the power of that. Yeah. So if we so if we think about if we sorry I used blue it doesn't show very well. Um, so if we so if you think about uh, if this is the platform, what's changed is before the consumer and the agent and the brokerage, these were all software programs and they're being connected like this. And what's changed is this is actually if you want to just use layman's terms, this is the software right here, and these are just applications, right? And as a result of that. This agent, as just as a simple example, knows everything that actually everything that's going on. So I want you to imagine again, because because you know that when a when a consumer is doing something, uh, you know what that is. You now know when consumer behavior turns into a listing, and then you know when it turns gotcha. into a closing. So think about it again. An agent goes to their database. And the platform says, Brad, you need to contact the Smiths in the next 90 days because their behavior, their behavior around real estate, not whether they got uh, married or divorced or had kids or whatever, their behavior around real estate is, is niches the pattern of people that list in 90 days. And I want you to imagine this. So then the agent takes the listing and a contract comes in. And by the way, the, the app reads the contract, dumps it into a, 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 a digital format where everybody can just negotiate right there, right? Reads the PDF and, and everyone negotiates. But while you're negotiating, the platform says you have a 91% chance of getting this deal accepted. And you go, what? Gotcha. Gary, can I, can I take a couple questions that's from it. the audience? Yeah, cool yeah, with yeah I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, that's it. I didn't interrupt you this time. I'm not in trouble, no, right? You <laughs> no, you didn't. I stood up and I sat okay. down, too. 
You, you are a gentleman. Thank you. So one from Sean Murphy. What does Gary intend for the huge brick and mortar market centers in the digital age? It's kind of like Barnes and Noble. Are you, are you going, to, if you move physical to digital, isn't it time we close all that stuff? Not at all. I added no. to Sean's question. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not at all. That would be like you're never going to have Inman live again. We're only we're only going to see you virtually for the rest of our life. And none of us would like Great that. Great answer. And, yeah, and because I know you don't like that. So that's, that would be your answer to Sean. Heck no, that ain't going to happen, right? But you're going to blend it. You're learning how to blend this uh, in, in as best a way as possible. And we're going to discover that some things should be done digitally and others are going to be physical. A lot of people, just as a, a, a side statement, there are a lot of real estate agents who are going to say, I love my family, but I'm more productive when I leave the home and I, I go meet people here or I work with my team here or I get this here. There are limitations to digital, by the way. There are limitations. So, no, that's not going to happen. We think of that as well is, Retail itself is in challenge right now, but that doesn't mean all retail is dead. And I think, Brad, to answer this question, or the way that we think is yeah. what we have to make sure we have interesting and compelling physical spaces. And we are reimagining what does that look like and how does that how do we use the square footage to make sure we're completely giving the most value and we need to have exciting physical spaces. So boring retail is in trouble. Boring retail is dead. Boring real estate offices are in trouble. Boring real estate offices are dead. But real estate offices themselves are still, uh, in fact, a lot of people are itching to get back. And I think we have an opportunity as a real estate community to reimagine what the real estate brokerage office looks like in the future. Yeah, that's exactly Let me right. ask another question. This from, thank you guys, from Valerie yep. Garcia. And I think maybe this We've run out of time. We've gone over time. And we're not taking away any time from you guys. If you see differently, tell me. But uh, is it just me, Valerie asks, or are all the current events of the world making you want to simplify? Less words, more meeting, less smash it up, more bring it together. And I think this gets a good area for us to end on. Is this? I think you did a great job. We didn't touch on too much of the economy, but I think we got that in the earlier session. Certainly on the, the digital renaissance, um, the partnership, you know, the higher order, the collaboration, but this moral imperative, Gary, I think the words were so right on when you use that. Uh, the moral, I think that's what Valerie's asking here is, is, you know, how do we keep it simpler? How do we get into action? But any comments on that whole area? Like, it is a moral issue. It is a challenge. How do we step that up as an industry? But keep it simple, I think, is what Valerie's implying. I wish she was here to ask it more, but um, just take a stab at that big duty we now have as leaders in the industry. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the way that, that Josh and I think about this is as businessmen, uh, we're apolitical, but we're not amoral. Um, and I believe that this is what I said when we started. And that is there is a call for all of us uh, to not be amoral and to actually take take a, a stand that people understand this is our position. And, and then asking how can we, how, what are the simple things that we can do in order to make a difference? And that's the biggest issue, right? Um, uh, I hope I answered that question. The only thing I would add too is that go ahead, Josh. our position as well is that in, in, independent of, of the, the current events happening now, I think our perspective as well is the reason we're here and we've been very transparent about our roadmap and our strategies, about the data we find, about what we're seeing work, about what we're seeing don't work is we absolutely believe that, and I think you know you can go back and see we've been very consistent in saying this, 
when there's a competition for creating value for agents between us and all of our competition, the agents and the consumers win there. And so we invite the world. We want to share our ideas. We want to share our learnings because we all get better when when the when the when the, can you think the blade of, of competition makes you know, makes us stronger. And I think the some of that divert, diversification, some of that uh, animosity that we had before was you just had a lot of players making big bets with a lot of free capital, knowing that there had to be a change. And now that we're in this cha- this this change climate, now that the the end of this of this tra- tra- transition. Is, is very in front of us, I think you're going to see the consolidation. I think you're going to see the mergers. I think you're going to see the simplification of these solutions become ever-present. And ultimately, when we all start just focusing on how to provide more value to agents and their businesses, then ultimately agents win at every brokerage and their consumers win at every brokerage. And that's what kind of our, our ultimate philosophy. That's it. Well said. Thank you, Josh. Any last word, Gary, for the uh, Inman community, which is big overlap with your community? You know, um, I'll just say this, and you said this um, uh, at the beginning, um, uh, you and I are sparky with each other, but the thing that, that um, and we have a long history of that, by the way, but the, the thing that I just want to communicate to everybody is, you are a good guy, man. You, you are. And you, uh, and, you know, and I, I want to say this, um, I think that the work you do has gotten better. And it would be wrong of me not to acknowledge that, my friend. And, um, right, you, you're going to tell me when I'm, I'm off, and I'm going to tell you when you're off. But at the end, um, you know what? I appreciate you. And I think everyone watching appreciates you and what you're trying to accomplish for all of us. So um, I just want to say thanks. And, uh, and uh, if you want to get sparky, call me. And um, <laughs> You and I, you and I can do, you can and I do that fast. What I love is, is that this is not the time for that. This, this is not. Uh, this is a time for locking arms, um, literally, digitally or physically, and and understanding that um, we're all in this together, and the only way we win is by being together. There you go, Gary, and that's a a great. Great way to end it, and uh, and I heard you say take a stand. We need to do that. And so back take at you stand. with what you said about snarky and snappy or whatever it is. And this is Brad Inman closing out with two big important leaders in the industry, Gary Keller and Josh Team. Later on, gang. <laughs>